When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, everybody. It is Josh and Jilly, and we have got to tell you about Dr. Busby and ToeGrips.com. That's ToeGrips.com with our friend Dr. Busby, and she is awesome. And uh, and Luther, of course, takes the Encore Mobility Supplement every day. He's about to have a, a little stay at the daycare for a couple days, you know, three, four days, whatever it is. And he's going to need to take that Encore Mobility Supplement every day because it helps keep him active, helps keep his bones and joints feeling good. And I would urge you to get the Encore Mobility Supplement from ToeGrips.com or just go to the website, ToeGrips.com, because the website is also loaded with very useful stuff like, uh, of course, Dr. Busby's blog, which uh, we read religiously. Uh, Jilly is the inspiration for that blog most of the time. Not most of the time. I'd say that a, I'd say that you're a There's good enough. There's been no, a few. I'd say you're a She's good enough. She's got no. thousands of blogs. And I'm just saying that you're probably the inspiration for some of them. For like four. I shouldn't say m- most might have been unfair. Maybe that was unfair. So, uh, but anyway, um, do have to say that Dr. Busby is great. We love Dr. Busby. You should check out the site. You're not going to be bogged down with a bunch of ads either, which is very important. So uh, check out the site. That is toegrips.com. Read the blog. You can email Dr. Busby questions, I bet. I bet she'll, I mean, look, she's, she likes to know that people are out there listening and, uh, and that her people are out there interested in their dogs and everything. So toegrips.com. That is toegrips.com. And uh, the promo code is Luther to save 10% if you make any purchases. We love them. It's Dr. Busby and ToeGrips.com. That is ToeGrips.com. Promo code Luther to save 10%. Thank you very much, Dr. Busby. This is the Josh Innes Show. Well, howdy, everybody, and welcome in. Josh and Jilly. Luther is at uh, daycare today, and we're glad you guys are with us. How are you, Jilly? I'm good. Yeah, we had to go to a, a meeting at the radio station today, and... Uh, it was a fr- it was kind of a fruitless meeting, if you will. So Jilly got all all gussied up, you know. She had to you know, put on a little makeup well, today. You know, I actually put on makeup and a bra, which I don't normally do anymore because I usually don't leave the house. So we consider that being gussied up. Mm-hmm. That is uh, that is the extent of our gussy upness is uh, putting on a bra and leaving the house. Boy, we went to get some pizza today, though. Let me tell you, the pizza at this place that we've been going to, this new place that opened in Nashville. Uh, this place is called uh, uh, Dicey's. Mm-hmm. And they serve this awesome Chicago-style pizza. Well, I believe their their ownership group is based in Chicago. Well, then that makes sense yeah. then. So that's why, that they that's how they nail it. They got it right. It's delish. It is really but good. Yeah, they're like, there's an umbrella of restaurants. And I forget what they are now, but it's somehow connected. Like their headquarters in Chicago. Well, I'll tell you this. It is delicious, and I love it. And it's you know we're big thin crust pizza people, uh, and it's really good. So we had that for lunch today, and we got other stuff to do. But let's start here. This shit that I took the other night, this uh, this these gummies, these Delta Eight gummies. I'm officially on the fucking wagon 
I, I am never doing this shit again. Well, because you were stupid, and I don't think you're meant to do two. First of all, like two at a time is probably still a large amount. Yeah. On top of several shots, on top of two pints of coffee beer, which are seven percenters each, on top of 15 Coors Lights. I don't think it's fair to blame the Delta 8 for that. I don't want them ever again, though. I don't know how that thing ended the other night, but there's no way it could have ended well. Because I don't remember any of it, but no, I do remember. Cam- that's my problem, too. So I could keep it setting this camera up because it was on the ground. Oh, it was? Like, it was on the table. <laughs> yeah, so that's why like, I haven't gotten the camera right. Dude, I mean, that shit, the combination of all the shit that I, that I was having that day just fucked me three ways from Wednesday. And I was like petrified. I like in the middle of the night, I couldn't go to sleep. And I was like having like some sort of weird conniption. Uh, like, I think I threw up a couple times. I drove to work the next day. I don't, I might've been like, I might've been a zombie. Like I have no clue. Like if people who were still in the chat at the time would want to, you know, give me some info on what the fuck went down. I don't know when shit turned bad. I don't know. Like, cause like, I remember talking to my mom. I remember talking to Trey three hours. Sure. I'm I'm just laying out all of the shit. Yeah. I remember talking to mom. I remember talking to Trey. I don't necessarily remember the end of the conversation with Trey, but I remember talking with Trey. And then after that, like we're, they were drinking beer. You, you came in with this, this base, the baseball bat and we filled it up with coffee beer. Yep. And then after that, I don't, I have no recollection of any of this shit. I don't know what happened. You made the pizza. Well, that's great. You were told to stop singing because you were singing loudly. Okay, I believe that. But tell me, did I take? I I had to have taken these things on Twitch, right? Yeah. Okay. So what happened after I took this you shit? I went to bed three seconds later because Luther started begging you to get out of there, and the pizza was done. It's not good, not good. So I'm sure that Ace can give me the full breakdown of what actually happened. Like, did I do anything stupid? Outside of the ordinary, of course. You know, not the, hey, did I do anything stupid? Yeah, you sang or you took your shirt off. Like, what exactly happened in this whole damn thing? You drank the beer out of the bat. Okay, so I so I did the gummies and drank the beer out of the bat. I mean, did I look fucked? I mean, I had to have. I don't remember any of this. Like, I'm just trying to retrace my steps here. Because I told you, I think I was freaking the fuck out after you fell asleep. Well, I mean, that's what would happen. Like, I was, take, like, that's like you're not petrified. That much at one time. I was petrified of that shit. I was like, scared actual, shitless. Like, how many milligrams are in one of those gummies? It's like 30? Uh, let's see. Um, 30 milligrams, Delta 8 THC, Delta 9, 4 milligrams. You did take your shirt off. So my shirt did come off. At least we know that my shirt came off. You seem normal like drunk Josh. See? But then somewhere along the way, it got real, real dark. And like I was like tripping out a little bit. And I was scared shitless. And I think I was like crying. I don't know what the fuck happened. And then like I remember laying by the toilet. I think I was trying to throw up. And I was telling myself, I'm never doing this again. I'm never doing this again. This is a a bad idea. Why did we do this? Why did we do this? Like that's how my night was. Well, like a normal dose for 260 pounds would be 17 milligrams. (sighs) A strong effect psychedelic would be 60 milligrams. That means if there's, well, how much is, okay, one gummy is 30. So I took two of them. At the same time. So that means that I had the strong reaction. You had 60 milligrams, yeah, which is not 
you know, recommended. Whew. Thank, and I, I woke up so concerned because I'm like, what the fuck did I do on Twitch after it was like, like what would I stay on Twitch for a long time? Whatever. Apparently it was just a normal drunken Josh. Thank Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I, cause I could have, I, I thought that shit was going to go South. I thought I was going to wake up here and that like all sorts of bad shit went down, but apparently all sorts of bad shit didn't go down. Everything was fine. Except, you know, that I tripped out pretty hard. Yeah, it's like, like a strong dose for someone who's like built up a tolerance to it would be 50 milligrams. So I took 60 at once and had about 14 beers, including not, two seven percenters in that baseball bat and uh, and like six shots. And you're not a seasoned pro with taking THC either. So that was a bad idea. Ah, so that's how that went. And then I woke up the next day and like I like I had to lay down at the station. Like there's a little couch that's like smaller than a love seat. Like it's almost just like a wide chair. Very small though. I laid my fat ass on that chair and said, you know what? This is how it's going to have to be. I have to lay here now. I said, battle, listen, chief. We're going to record a lot of shit in advance, and I'm going to lay here for about an hour until we have to start talking again. You got that? The last time that happened to me was in Baton Rouge, Martin's house. You know, we were around college age. Got really blasted on a Friday. Had to go up to the radio station voice track on a Saturday. And I recorded like an hour in advance each way, and I just laid there I on a couch. Like that happened before then. When did it happen again? After the Sammy Hagar show. Oh yeah, you're right. The Sammy Hagar show didn't go too hot either. I'm a mess. I'm a mess of a human. But you know what? I'm done with it. I don't want to do this shit anymore. Maybe I'll take your CBDs, like something to chill out or whatever. Yeah, well, you but don't the, take that with drinking but, either. But this shit right here is poison. Drinking. This is poison, and you should never take this shit. It's horrible. Don't smoke pot. I take back everything I said about marijuana. It's terrible for you. Don't take it. And don't eat these things. All that said, I think the pot should be legalized. I'm fine with that. I just don't want to take it. So thank you. As usual, you overdid it. I overdo everything, Jilly. I don't know what you want from me. I'm not perfect. I make mistakes. I put my shoes on one foot at a time. And sometimes I trip and fall, bro. Sometimes that shit happens. And this is one of them. <sighs> so anyway, I discovered a television program last night that I really enjoy. I like how you say I discovered. Like well, been, people have been talking about it for years. No, I'm not saying I'm fucking Columbus here, Jilly. I'm not saying I unearthed it. I said for me, like from my standpoint, like I discovered that I enjoy this show. I, I, I found out that I like this show. The show is called Love on the Spectrum. It's about autistic people, you know, trying to find love. Enjoy it thoroughly. We're watching the U.S. version of it. Apparently, there's a, an Australian version. My buddy Tance was telling me I need to watch this. It is fascinating. Like, at one minute, I'm laughing my ass off, and I feel kind of guilty about it. I'm like, why am I laughing at this? Am I supposed to be laughing at this? Then the next minute, I want to cry because I'm, like, feeling bad for these folks, or I'm happy for these folks. It is like a roller coaster of emotions. I don't know how to handle it, but all I will tell you is that Love on the Spectrum is some good shit. I, and we've watched basically two episodes. I fell asleep with two minutes to go in the second episode yep. my god it's a good show i love it i think you guys should all watch it and report back tomorrow about what you saw it is fascinating and you know we have um you know i'm gonna pull my dad here but my nephew is autistic and um and like i wonder if that's gonna you know 
Like, what's going to happen? Like, could his life be like that? Could he, you know, like, because he's, I mean, he's, like, I don't really know his, honest to God, I don't know, I don't know a lot about the kid. I'm going to be honest with him. He's five, but they got him started in, a, in, like, a special program when he was, like, three, I believe. So he yeah. had a good jump on it, which betters the um, chances of him being more functional and actually maybe getting to go to, like, a normal school. Yeah, but I mean, does he talk? He talked the last time we were there. What did he say? He just, he babbles a lot. What a mouthy little bastard yeah. he is, talking all the time. But like, no, he's way more vocal. He wasn't vocal at all for like four years, but now, like recently, he's saying all sorts of stuff. So, and then I watch this, and I'm like, what kind of life will the old trippers get to live? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's going to happen with him? Is he, you know, what what level is he going to get to? What level, you know, on the spectrum? Like, how high can he climb? You know, some of these people didn't even know they were autistic till they were like ten years old. It's pretty wild, man, but, like, it's fascinating, and it's like, wow, this is, like, it's just cool to see what people can achieve, and then they're, you know, they're lonely, you know, they want to have, like, a boyfriend or a girlfriend or whatever, you know, and sure enough, there it is. You know, I don't know if they're going to, you know, date any of these people, but they went on dates with them, and that was cool. I think you guys should watch this show. I think it's amusing. I think that the people seem like they're real nice folks. But is it supposed to be amusing? Like, I'm not sure. Like, oh, I think I do. I, I do. I think there's parts of it that's supposed to be amusing. Like, they're funny people. Like, I don't think it's wrong to say, hey, these autistic people are funny. They're very blunt. Like, we should all have, like, the, the lack of awareness that autistic people have when it comes to, like, societal norms and reading the room. Everybody should be able to be that fucking blunt as the autistic folks. Because, like, this one kid, he's, I say kid, he's, like, 32 years old. He's having a birthday party. You know, he's autistic, and his mom is, you know, celebrating the birthday party with him. And, um... And he basically just tells her, mom, stop talking. People don't care anymore. Like, you can stop now. Like, it's great. It's kind of like intern Zach on the old show in Houston. Or, or like Trey. Trey's on the spectrum. Trey has Asperger's, you know. Um, but, like, it's just fascinating. And it's it, it's amusing. Like, it's a combo of things. It's amusing, but it's also sweet. But it's also cute. But it's also, like, hysterical. And I, I really enjoy it. I think you guys should watch uh, Love on the Spectrum. Ain't no big surprise. You guys should watch it. And then I want you to report back and say, Josh, this is good shit. Now, Ace says, I was watching Reba this morning, was laughing so hard. I missed real humor TV. I laugh my ass off when I watch Reba. I laugh my ass off. I love that damn show. Now I'm starting to sound like my mom like or my grandma. Like That van, he tickles me, right. but he does. I love him. I love him on that damn show. Uh, I love it. Now, um, but I, I do. I enjoy watching Reba. I think Reba's legit. I don't think people appreciate that. I don't think they appreciate it enough, like how good the Reba show was. I mean, was. it's on all the time, so but, I think it's appreciated. But I, again, that doesn't mean people appreciate it. I think there are a lot of people that would look at the Reba show and be like, oh, this is just, you know, you know, lame-ass humor. No, it's good shit. And I would urge everybody to watch Reba as well because it's amusing and Reba's hot and the daughter's hot and Van is funny and it's a good show. Derange says, I watched the British version of Love on the Spectrum, and it was interesting and wholesome. See, that's the thing, right? Like, this one girl uh, sits down with this dude she meets for the first time on a date, and within 30 seconds, she says, I'm in love with you. I'm like, that's like me when I used to be on AIM in 2002. <laughs> like, you just meet someone, I'm in love with you, and I want to be with you. But, God, I love it. Like, it's nothing wrong with a little good, uh, good, you know lowbrow kind of softball humor. There ain't nothing wrong with that. And that's what Reeb is and some of these other shows like that. Like the King of Queens. There's nothing deep about the King of Queens. 
There's nothing deep about, you know, humor involving Eddie money, you know, but it's funny. And we laughed. That, that was one of the episodes we put on to fall asleep last night. Great episode of the King of Queens. Something like I agree. I think we just like sometimes like shit is so fucked up and everybody sucks so hard and everybody's fighting with each other and it blows that sometimes it's nice to just be able to watch something that's kind of dumb and goofy well, yeah, and you just kind of ride with it and it makes it more enjoyable. I mean, everything has to have a message now. Correct. And I'm tired of it. I don't, as you know, I'm just sick of everybody, right? Like everybody, like, like so the, really I get this more on the Detroit show than I get in Nashville because I think most people in Nashville know what I'm about and they've been listening to me for over a year so they kind of get it. The Detroit people don't totally get it. And Detroit's kind of a weird place because like here, I think like the audience of this radio station is largely kind of like right-wing Trump people. Whereas in Detroit, you know, you might get some people who are Trumpers, but you might get some hardcore liberals. And I've seen that in the messages I get. Two days ago, somebody that listens to the station in Detroit told me that I was an alt-right lunatic. That's what they would tell you. You are, you're an alt-right lunatic and you shouldn't be on the station. Okay, cool. I'm an alt-right lunatic. The next day, I did a bit where I posted a picture uh, for for Trump's birthday. We did it on the air. I said, battle, here's what we're going to do. We're going to post this picture of Trump. It's a picture of Trump, Kid Rock, and um, and uh, what's his name? The, the, uh, Nugent, Ted Nugent. And we're going to post this on the station Facebook. And I'm doing this just to watch people fight each other. Because on our Facebook page, nobody talks about anything. You post a happy story, no comments. You post a story about anything else, no comments. No one's into it. They're not interested. Two comments here, three comments there. You post a picture of Trump and say happy birthday, the fucker got damn near 200 comments and 30 shares and like 100 likes. In like 10 minutes. And that was the whole point. I was like, watch this. People just want to be mad. They just want to be angry and they want to fight with each other. And that's what this was, just being angry and fighting with each other. These people are nuts, right? And my point when I did that is I'm not any of you. I'm not Republican. I'm not Democrat. I hate everything. I truly do. Yes, I voted for Trump. And yes, I think the other side, the left side, is far more maniacal than the right side. But the right side has so many flaws, and they whine about shit, and they're pussies in a lot of cases. Like, I'll give you an example here in a second to demonstrate that. But it's just like I posted this, and it was brilliant watching these people like fight with these folks. Like they fought with each other over all of it and it was beautiful and that's all these people do. So the other day I was alt right wacko, get off the radio. Uh, some guy was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell all my friends to not listen. I'm in a union and you you said this about Biden and you're awful. Yesterday I, I used the term, you know, President Pudding Brain, which I do all the time. It's nothing new. And that made me an alt right wacko Trumper person and these people are never gonna listen. But then today uh, I, uh, evidently, I pissed off somebody who's a Trumper who thinks I'm not fair to both sides. Yeah, they called you woke. They called me woke. You know what it means? It means I'm doing something right. Because on, on any given day, you don't know what my fucking opinion is going to be on something. And once you start to know what people's opinions are going to be based on how they are politically, then you know it's a waste of your time. Like every story. Like like the... Like the um, uh, the uh, the story with Tim Allen, how he's not Buzz Lightyear anymore, right? Like, whatever, he's a billionaire. I don't give a shit that, that you know, some rich dude isn't uh, Buzz Lightyear anymore. But the reality is, he's not Buzz Lightyear anymore because he's a conservative dude. 
That's why he's not Buzz Lightyear, because he's openly conservative. That's just reality. That's not me defending conservatives or swinging my dick about being conservative or whatever. Certain things are just the truth. And you don't always have to come back with the other side and say, but I want to be clear. No, Tim Allen is not the voice of Buzz Lightyear anymore because he's not woke because he's conservative and because he posts lame fucking jokes. You saw the pansexual joke Mm -hmm. he posted. My God, like I'm not, you know, I'm not out here offended by shit because it's not offensive. I'm offended actually by how unfunny the joke was, you know, like it's one of those things where you're like this joke, not amusing. And I believe the joke was something along the lines of, you know, I overheard a kid at Disney world today saying that he thinks he's pansexual because he really likes skillets. I'm like, all right, Fozzie Bear, that shit ain't funny. Like, do better than that. But I'm not offended by the idea that the person did it. But, um, you know, I mean, like, I guess because I look at both sides and my opinion varies. But this woman was, like, really angry and said that she doesn't listen anymore because I don't give both sides. And why can't I? What I found funny is she says, why can't we get someone on the radio who's an independent? But then she's telling me to give all these Republican opinions. So she ain't independent. You know, like, fuck off. People get stupid sometimes, and you're like, whatever, man. But who gives a fuck? But it's just funny to see the dichotomy and the difference in the people. One day I'm Mr. Liberal. The other person is I'm, you know, whatever. Got a text. Hey, I don't know how to text the studio, but why does 105.9 don't have I just died in your arms tonight? I don't know. It's not a rock song. That would be my first guess. Then again, we play some songs that are yeah. not rock songs pretty frequently, you know, like Simple Minds and shit like that. But whatever. It is what it is. Ah, boy, what a day. What a day to be with you guys I'm today. I'm tired. I just keep I can tell I you're bad. tired. Am I, is, my, is, my di- is my discussion putting you to sleep? Am I boring? No, I just, I feel like maybe because I've heard the story. Oh, the what? The one about the, uh, the person sending the message? Yeah. Well, it's true. Yeah, it's rock. It's by Cutting Crew. Like... I know what I just died in your arms tonight is. I don't know why they don't. You're right. It's rock. I don't know why the fuck they don't play it. I don't have the answer for you. Tomorrow morning. You know what I'll do? I'll I'll play. uh, Jilly, why don't you play Cutting Crew in your request for Joe Mama six eight two eight? How about we play Cutting Crew tomorrow? I just died in your arms tonight. At noon. Yep. At noon. So in the uh, textual favors, there you go, buddy. You'll get. I just died in your arms tonight. Ah, what else is going on in the world today? What are people bitching about? You know. see this kid, this four-year-old kid was going in to get a hernia fixed, and it turns out they uh, they gave him a vasectomy. I don't know how that happens. Like, boy. Uh, I don't either, but you know what? That family should sue, sue, sue. Oh, I'm sure they are. And that, uh, that kid doesn't have to worry about having a kid ever again. At least, He'll probably reverse it. Yeah, but I wouldn't reverse it until I'm of age or until I choose to get married. See, what he's been given is, is a gift. What he's got, this is a golden goose. He's been given the golden egg is what he's been given. This kid now, uh, his parents are going to sue. They should sue. So they should have tons of cash out of this. I mean, how do you not sue? You sent your kid there to get a hernia fixed. Now he can't have fucking kids. You gave him a different uh, procedure. That's number one. So get rich. But number two, this kid can slay so much ass in high school, and it won't matter. Like his dad's going to sit him down for the talk one day. He's going to be like, you know what, son? Let me tell you a little story, son. Yeah, what do you know about the birds and the bees, Timmy? He's like, well, I don't know, Dad. I mean, I really like this girl that I've been dating, and uh, uh, it's, uh, you know, I, I'm thinking we might take it to the next level. We might do some making out. It's like, well, if you're going to do some making out, maybe you guys are going to take it to the next level and make some whoopee. And you're probably wondering, oh, don't, don't, don't worry, Dad. I know I got to wear a condom. Well, I'm glad you bring that up, Timmy. 
Because you, you don't. You've been given a gift, friend, and that gift. Well, you could still get STDs. That's true. So get then tell her ass to get tested. Make sure she's clean. Make sure you're clean. And then don't worry about putting on a rubber. You know why? Because we're going to take advantage of this bullshit thing that happened to you when you were four years old. So just, you know, you got to take advantage of it. I mean, this, it was a bad thing that happened, but you got to go with it. You know, like, let's say you lose your leg when you're four years old. You got to try to find a way to make do. You got to make the best of it. As Taffer would say, you can't blame your circumstances. And in this case, the circumstances, this kid got a vasectomy on accident when he was four years old. Well, guess what, kiddos? That dude should go out there and slay all the ass he can in high school and do it without a rubber because he can. Did they actually fix the hernia? I would hope so. Wouldn't that be something too? like, and the fucker still has a hernia, right? So he can go out there and fuck whoever he wants when he's a teenager and not knock him up. But kids still in serious pain with this hernia. So I don't know what we're going to do about it, but yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't get that far into the story, uh, but there, that's what I was wondering. Like, did they actually do the whole procedure? Like, or did they just realize afterwards? Oh, wait, you're not the one who was here for the vasectomy. Yeah. I don't know. Ace brings up that I did tweet uh, Taffer on Sunday. Did not get a response. You messaged a lot of people on Sunday. Let me tell you something response. that happened to me, and I don't want. You I don't did know. Not message Daryl Sheets, who's probably the one who would have responded. Did we talk about messaging Daryl Sheets? Yes, and the, the guy from Storage Wars. Why talk about Dan, the auction guy, being followed by him on Twitter? Oh uh, yeah. And you're like, I think Daryl Sheets still follows me, and then we were going to tweet Daryl Sheets and see if we wanted to get him on the podcast, but you never did. And as it turns out, I bet he's the one who would have responded. Oh, I mean, what other choice does he have? Probably not busy. But yeah, apparently I also, when I woke up and I'm like, fuck, who did I email? And I go through my email and it's just loaded with emails to people. Rod Ryan, Scott Shannon in New York, program director of a radio station in St. Louis. Just through all these messages. Fun fact, not one of them has responded to me. Nope. And that includes Rod Ryan, who I thought would have responded to me. I never did anything to him. Well, he probably didn't want to cause, you know, a... Uh an in-house tuffle, tussle had yeah. it gotten out that he responded to you in an email that probably wouldn't have, you know, sat well with the rest of the stuff. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to look at my email right now and see if any of these people have responded to me yet. Do your emails not just pop up when they come in? Well, no, I mean, I don't have them like, they don't ding in or anything. I have to click on the app. Yep. I have still not gotten a response from any of them. So, so boy, what a night. I have some awful trip on this, these bullshit gummies and alcohol and shit here. And all I wanted to do was wake up the next day and have a response from someone and that I usual, that I drunkenly sent a message to and nobody responded to my ass. As usual, I was the one really hung over all day. No, and no, no, trust me, I didn't feel so hot when I drove into work, but by the afternoon I kind of got over it. <sighs> so yeah, that so now I get to be embarrassed by that. You know, Andy tells me, just send emails to everybody, Josh. Someone's going to listen to your shit. And you know, it's always good to keep getting better. And I'm like, all right, you're right. That's part of my new movement, the new, you know, self-improvement movement where I'm reading the self-help books and I'm getting better at shit and I'm not blaming my circumstances for shit and everything's fine. But then I get zero responses from any of these people. But it's not going to stop my ass because one of them will respond. One person will. All it takes is one. To make me feel better. And hopefully one of them does. I don't know. It's been like two days now. No yeah. one's going to go back and be like, oh, hey, let me respond to that email from Josh Innes. They may. Maybe they're very busy and they're loaded with stuff. And then they read it and then they're like, I'll get back to this after my show today. And then they forgot because they were inundated with more emails. 
See, I'm looking at the positive. You're 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 looking at it in a negative way. I, on the other hand, am an optimist. And the optimist would say that somehow they forgot to respond because they were busy, and then like it's gonna dawn on them what you know, here in the next day or two, like, oh shit, I forgot to respond to this guy who asked me, the number one morning dish jockey in New York, to listen to his air check. You even of, have an air check? Oh no, I just sent him a link to one of our show pod. Not this, God no. Uh like can you imagine like Scott Shannon tunes in? I'm like, so this kid got his fucking dick well, cut that's off. The other problem you did. You can't send links. Why? Because no one's gonna click on links. Why wouldn't they click on a link? Because it's the same you're concept. Get fished. No, it's no, it's the same concept as um as sending like a link to someone SoundCloud or something. It's just from, it, it's not a phishing thing. It's from Spreaker. Spreaker is an iHeartRadio thing. Right, but still, no one clicks, no one clicks links anymore. Ah, boy. Harpo brings up a good point. Respond to me. That's true. People say you never respond to them. Who, who is Harpo? I don't know. People on Facebook say you message them. They message you all the time and you never send them a message back. You never email them back. I, I send people messages back all the time. Not everybody. But like I like I don't see everything. But I respond to people. This is bullshit, you know. I go out there. Karma has gotten you. No, there's no karma. Like I like I think I respond to more people than the average bear. I do. I respond to a lot of people via text and Twitter and everything else all the time. What about Facebook messages? I do that sometimes too. If I actually look at them, I just never look <laughs> at them. But if I look at them and I see something, I'll respond to it. But like uh, this is gonna shock you guys. I get a lot of messages. I get a good number of messages. So I don't know what to tell you. I, I mean, like, don't turn this on me. This isn't a me thing. This is a, hey, I'm trying to better myself by getting, you know, nice, you know, to send nice messages to people. See if they'll listen to some of my stuff and give me some feedback. And now, you know, I don't get any messages back and it hurts my heart a little bit. Does it hurt me a little bit? Yeah, it does. But it's not going to deter me because I'm on my way to Books a Million again today to find another another nice self-help book. I'm almost done with the Taffer one. I got the PD book to read, too, about the dog. But that's not really a self-help book. That's just a nice story that's going to make me cry. But I need, you know, something to keep me going. This is good. Read, like, a self-help book, you know, once a week. You know, for the you know, over the course of a week or so, read them. Don't get, like, some, like, 800-page book. But this Taffer one's perfect. It's, like, 200 pages. Yeah, he his next book. He's got another one, too. I know, but I'm looking in the bargain section oh, right. um, today. And... I'll look in the other ones and see, but hey, Drew, this isn't about, uh, Drew says, but you don't even say phone numbers if I remember correctly. Some of them I do. When's the last time you saved a phone number? I don't fucking know. All I know is that like, like the PD in, in Detroit, I don't have his number saved, but I have his number and I know the area code, so I know it's him. Well, I couldn't tell you the happened? last person whose number well, I didn't have saved. Like one day when, like, you know, years later, if you're not on in Detroit anymore, but you, like, see, like, he got a job somewhere, and you're like, oh, shit, I should really text him. Then I'll go back and look for that area code because I don't delete text messages either. Well, don't text messages go away after, like, three, four years? I don't know. I can see how far back my text messages go. Let's see. I'm going to scroll all the way to the bottom of my texts. The last text I have is from, uh, from from about a year ago. So I don't think like they save like years later. What if there's someone you're like, oh, I should really reach out to such and such. But I did get a text on July 2nd of last year that says, hey, is this Allie? It's Mandy. We chatted on Badu before when I came to see my cousin, but we never met for coffee. I'm back in town again. If you want to truly go out this time, are you available? So it appears, or Ali, could be Ali, I can't tell. And see, Drew says, just give Jilly the important numbers. No, Jilly is sick of being Josh's secretary. I don't need Jilly. Like, 
Do you know that every, I, like, I don't, hold on. I don't need anybody to do my, I, I have a system. Well, again, my system happens, works for me. What if you wanted to reach out to someone from like two years ago who you haven't talked to and you want to like congratulate them or like you're trying to get a job with them? Like, how do you find their number? I'll eventually say most of the numbers I have, I save them eventually. Some of them I don't. You know, but uh, that's one that I do say. Now, there are times I'll You're, get a random text from someone. And I'll go, shit, who is this person? And then I'll go back through the text and I don't really have a text convo with them. So I'll have to do the, so what's been up with you, man? And then hope they give me enough clues where I can guess who it is. That does happen. You're also awful at just deleting emails. Like you just like let these spam emails just sit there. I do. Like how hard is it just to delete, delete, delete? Like all this is built. You wonder why your shit runs slow. Well, I'm sorry. I'm not a perfect person, as we've discussed. It's very easy to delete emails. <sighs> Joe says, I think you'd really like Manufactured Consent by Noam Chomsky. That, But see, that's not a self-help book. That is a, a like, that's about, like, the media, I would imagine, and shit like that, or politics. And I and I probably would, but I'm not in the mood to read one that of those. That gets you too angry. Yeah, I'm just in the mood to read things that are going to guide me in the right direction to help me better my life situation and continue to climb like John Taffer did. 200 pages, I'm about 140 into it, almost finished, got a couple chapters left, and then I'm good. And I'm going to get another one today when we go uh, over there where the Books A Million is. So that's how I operate, man. Look, I've got a, I've got systems that work for me. I also don't understand, like, why don't you just turn off your thing where, like, you get an email every time someone comments on your Instagram, basically. Do I? And it's like such and such has left a message, or such like you never delete that, those either. Oh well, that's in like the that's not in my main part of my email, uh, email so I never see it. That's in like yeah, the but it's taking up your space. You know, you can just like turn those off. I got you. Well, again, this is just how I operate. Like, I don't tell you how to operate. No, I don't tell anybody else. You know who else has a similar system to this? His name is DJ Grooves. DJ Grooves doesn't delete shit and doesn't save anybody. he deletes emails that are from, like, Best Buy or he from, may. like... I, and, and sometimes I do if I, if I happen to see them. But then you can never find your emails. Because you've got 27 messages from, like, spam and then, like, one good email. And then another 300, like, The spam, spam ones go to the all-mail folder Not on all Gmail. Of Most of them do. And if they're ones that I see on there that are in the main one, I'll delete those. This is this is you know, this is horseshit. Is what this is. I I have a well, you system that your shit runs slow. Like you know, you can delete all those spam emails. You can clean out that Gmail. That Gmail is not infinite. Infinite. <laughs> well, I will. I, and then sometimes I get into the mood to do it, and I'll delete a bunch of shit. So there. Ha. <sighs> well, um, did I miss anything today? Is there, what, what is the big scuttlebutt today? Why was, um, oh, Stern was trending this morning, I saw. Mm -hmm. And it's because he uh, called uh, the golfers that went to play with the Saudis in the Saudi tour, called them sellouts. I'm like, you would know. You would know. It's like me calling Lizzo fat. Like, yep, I get it. Like, totally. 100%. Uh, so, but uh, yeah, Stern's a fucking dope. Like, just an absolute dope. Like, like, I wonder if he says shit and, like, in the back of his mind, like, knows, like, oh, yeah. Like, I'm a fucking fraud. But he's a hero He doesn't give a shit because he's rich as shit. But I was talking about that on the show today. Like, how, like, if you, as long as you're on the right side in their mind in, in this day and age, it does not matter what you did. Right? So, like, you can have blackface. You can do whatever the fuck you want. But as long as you're in bed with the right people in 2022... You're untouchable. Like Tim Allen is not in bed with the right people. So Tim Allen is no longer Buzz Lightyear. 
Uh, Howard Stern is in bed with the right people. Therefore, it does not matter that he wore blackface. And like this thing happened with what's his name last night. This uh, Don Lemon, who apparently asked somebody, some liberal, a question about uh, Joe Biden's mental yes. abilities. And now he's getting shit on. The, the reality is that there are two cults at play here. The, the alt-right, alt-left people, the zealots, are two cults. They're hardcore cults. And they're so culty, in fact, that they think that their news networks, their CNN or their Fox News or whatever, is supposed to be on their side to the point that they should never ask a question that could make any of their people look bad. And nobody on the, either one of those cults seems to realize how fucked up that is. But it's super fucked up. Oh, you do not want the, objectivity. You just want bullshit. This is the breaking news. All right. Dr. Fauci has tested positive for COVID. Oh, look at that. That irresponsible. He's irresponsible is what he is. That irresponsible little cunt. What? Are, hey, look, that's what it was, right? Remember when you would get the Rona and everybody who got the Rona would be like, yeah, that person was irresponsible. They must have been out there doing something bad. So I guess Dr. Fauci it finally caught up to him. and And he's like septuple vaxxed, isn't he? Yeah. Wouldn't it be great if we find out he's zero vaxxed? Like if somehow we find out time. that Fauci has zero vaccines. Boy, that would be super. So uh, old, the old Fauci, the old Fauchinator, the yeah. guy who held everybody hostage for two years. He's got it now, too. But here's a fun fact, kids. You ain't going to die, probably, because it's a cold at this point. Like, I love when people make big announcements that they have the Rona, and we see this. Like, I do, the show, does it. I do the show in Detroit, and, the la like, at least once every two weeks, there's somebody in the paper that's some political person, and it's like, hey, this person's got the Rona. They make an announcement, and they tweet something about it, or they Instagram about it, or whatever. Well, we got a breaking news update from iHeart the other day that was like, guys, update your tracks. Mick Jagger has covid yeah, and you know what? He, I mean, he's at risk because he's 100, but he and Keith have survived a lot of shit. And what I love is most of the time the story is, and he's asymptomatic and doing fine. So you issued a press release to let everybody know that you have a fucking cold. Congratulations, you're cool. Cindy Nude says Fauci fell off the face of the earth for a while there. Well, he'll be back soon whenever the Rona makes its return. Oh, speaking of these kind of infectious diseases and shit. So I saw a story today that apparently they're changing the name of monkeypox because of uh, the fact that it's got negative connotation. And mm. it's like, and I'm, listen, on the air today, as I discussed it, I'm not going to bother to guess why monkeypox is considered bad because then I'll, I'll somehow get myself in trouble. For saying, oh, because it's this group of people that go, no, you fucking racist. And I'll be like, nope, not even going to bother guessing. Yeah. But apparently now monkeypox is considered offensive so they're they're trying to change the name that's fucking hysterical to the point though where i don't even know what's the like there was a story about lizzo and having to change the word spaz in one of her songs is apparently that's ableist which is apparently a thing yeah and now so if she, she would have said hey i'm not in a fucking wheelchair bitches and you go okay that's probably not nice i guess but like, to say spaz, I never associated the word spaz with like people yeah. with cerebral palsy. The spasmatics might be in some problems I think here. so. But see, I think that's where we are, though. And I tweeted about this earlier. Is at some point, we got to tell people to just stop your fucking bitching. Lizzo can come out and say, I didn't mean to offend anybody, but I'm not going to change my shit. Because if I didn't mean anything bad by it, then get the fuck over right. it. It's but words. Instead, she, played the she, she was smart about it. She played the card like, you know, I don't want to offend anyone because... As a fat black woman, oh, I have been through off. so much, and I don't want to spread hurt. So she did go in and change the lyric. What do you know? Like, Oh, but how about this, Too though? Too much power on Twitter. But as we talked about, okay, 
So Lizzo says it like, oh, I'm sorry for putting derogatory things and I don't want to have any derogatory shit in my songs, right? Well, again, her song starts with, I just took a DNA test. Turns out I'm 100% that bitch. Bitch, there are people who don't know who their dads are. And there are people who have to have DNA tests done to confirm who their dad and their fucking mom are. You're making light of that. While you're over here trying to determine to have a DNA test at 23andMe to find out if you're 100% that bitch, Look at that, there are people the that got other shit. So Gamma actually writes, my wife's name is Stephanie Paz, her email S Paz Spaz. <laughs> and, they, and sure enough. No way. The Twitch has held it for reason, disability. No way. So I'll allow it. Holy yeah. shit. Yep. Yep. Spaz is offensive. And what I love is it's these fuck. Okay, now you got me going. Now what I love is it's these fucking assholes who spent four years and now really spent six or seven years talking about how a group of people that voted for a guy are deplorables. They're terrible. They hope they die. Trump is fat. Trump should die. Trump is Hitler. All this shit. And this is not to defend Hitler. This is just to look at the fucking or or to defend Hitler or Trump. This is about just to talk about the fucking hypocrisy of it all. These are the fucking people that are whining about people saying fucking spaz. Holy shit. <laughs> the other good one today was apparently um holy shit npr was talking about the latest product shortage which is tampons are yep. being hard to find yeah and they had tweeted that uh people who menstruate are having a hard time finding so women products. yes you women. know who menstruates fucking women but yeah apparently you have to say people who menstruate because inclusivity i have no answers jilly I don't have the answers to any of this I shit. Mean, I guess like at some woman, point someone's got to man the fuck up well, and mean, tell people to stop fucking whining. I guess a woman could transition to a man and then he would still menstruate. I don't know. It's fucking stupid. Like at some point you just have to tell people to fuck off. Like I know I, I once a month but I get no on this one rant. Is. That's the problem. Like everyone's giving these fucking internet warriors fucking way too much power. Correct. All you have to do is complain and then like something will be done. Like that's why we always like tell you, you've learned like you can't tweet shit. Because that's why I don't. The wrong person's going to get a hold of it. They're going to call management and they're going to have no choice but to fire you. That's why I don't do it. Yeah, there's that's no why good. I withhold my opinions for either here or wherever. I have nothing to fucking say. I like these, these people are just fucking imbeciles. Like, and by the way, there are whiners on both sides. Like the woman who sent me a message today, a lengthy message saying she'll never listen to me again because I was making fun of some Republican and I didn't adequately make fun of the other side. Like, woman, shut the fuck up. Like, I guarantee you this is some dumb asshole that's out here like, hey, where are all the snowflakes? Bitch, you are the snowflake. You are the snowflake. Somebody who would post on a radio station's Facebook page that they're never listening again because I made fun of fucking uh, uh, of, of Trump for something or made fun of Republicans and uh, and you're never going to listen again. You're a fucking snowflake. Thank you. But then they'll claim, oh, we're only doing it because the other side does it. But yes. <sighs> Fuck. They're all fucking stupid. But like when I when I see people that are whining about like, oh, it's a spaz, I'll fuck off. Oh, shit. Why try anything? Why write anything? Why say anything? Why do anything? Why be creative in anything? Everything offends someone. And it's the, the ultimate squeaky wheel. Everything is the squeaky wheel, man. The louder you bitch, the more so. Like Lizzo is changing the lyrics of her song. 
over someone saying, I have cerebral palsy. Like, I'm sorry you have cerebral palsy. I never knew that cerebral palsy, people that were, you know, like, were considered spazzes. I had no fucking clue. <sighs> LOL, woman, shut the fuck up. Great quote. Put it on a shirt. But, like, at some point, like, I guess I could... Let me see. I have the screenshot of that message this woman said. It made no sense. I mean, these people are imbeciles. But, like, if you listen to the show, in particular the show in Detroit, like, I make fun of everybody, right? Like, yep. I'm making fun of liberals, conservatives. I don't give a fuck. I hate everybody. I got a fucking blowtorch out. I'm just crushing everybody. But this one's great because this woman's never listening again, and I guarantee you she's called many, many people snowflakes. I can guarantee you that. Well, I looked this post up specifically to say that I do not listen to you anymore. You're not fair with who you put down. You've put down Republicans twice now that I know of. The latest is you talking about a pick of the president and Ted Nugent and Kid Rock and Sarah Palin. No, I don't listen to your show anymore, but I hear your clips played throughout the day. I stopped listening after the first Republican put down with the country boys truck and the bumper sticker and no follow up with a Democrat put down. Oh, no, I made fun of some fucking rednecks, I guess, in a truck, but I didn't follow that up with, well, while I got you, let's make fun of some liberals. Okay, so she's upset about that. It would be fine if you also put down the Democrats, but you don't. Keep in mind, just yesterday, somebody called me an alt-right fucking lunatic on that radio station. The latest, you're basically calling all of us Republicans trash. The election showed that half of America voted for Trump and the other half voted for Biden. So why are you willingly turning hateful and woke against the right? Like, this woman's using words and she has no fucking clue what they mean. Like, she heard Tucker Carlson say them and she's like, boy, that sounds good. Don't you think it would be fair to put both, in all caps, both parties down? In the mornings, I just have the radio turned down. I hear the music on low. Your talking sounds like white noise. I turn it back up a little once 10 a.m. hits. Not interested in hearing my values put down. What fucking values did I put down, you fucking dipshit? Being funny is one thing. Like, this bitch knows what's funny. Being funny is one thing. Consistently ditching over half your audience uh, listening base ain't cool. So, yeah, I'm done listening to this radio show. Too bad they couldn't get someone who was an independent. Bitch, you're not an independent. You're literally telling me that you're mad that I didn't shit on liberals. Fuck off. Anyway, so yeah, I'm done listening. Too bad they couldn't get someone who was an independent. Oh, that's right. If you put down Democrats, you would get canceled, wouldn't you? Too bad, blah, blah, blah. Hopefully, uh, hopefully Casey sees this. Okay, I literally today did the Tim Allen story and said it's bullshit that Tim Allen is no longer going to be Buzz Lightyear because he's not a liberal. My God. But if she didn't hear it, it didn't happen. God, what a bunch of fucking loons. But yeah, like, it's just like, you know, I I feel like I'm doing something right because once a day I'm pissing off somebody from one side and like they're, they sound like imbeciles. Like the guy in Detroit who wanted to be like, I'm not listening ever again. And I'm telling all my buddies to not listen because you're a liberal. Oh, no, sorry. This was because I was a because I was a conservative. I was alt right because I said something bad about um, I said something bad. He goes, this guy's clearly alt right. 
So I jump on the station's Facebook page and responded. How I wanted to respond when I got that, when I saw that last Thursday, and here's how I responded off the air. I started yelling at Battle and Program Director Jonathan. I said, I literally said I wouldn't care if a gay dude blew me, and this guy's sitting here fucking talking about how I'm all fucking right. But instead, I responded. And I said, uh, "Listen, hey, hi, this is management. Uh, listen, uh, I don't know. Why do you think Josh is all right? Just listen to him. Like, okay, what did you hear? Well, you said something bad about my president. It's like, okay, did you do you listen all the time? Did you happen to hear that Josh, who is a um, a, a a pro-choice person who spent an hour talking about how gay dudes love him and he's very pro-gay, all this shit." So, like, how does that make him alt-right? Well, I did not hear that. No fucking shit, you didn't, dingleberries. So just pipe the fuck down. So there. All right, well, let's get out of here because we got to go to the store. He's talking about Aqueduct Plumbing. Oh, Aqueduct Plumbing Company with old Billy and his sister Mary. Ah, boy. Get some plumbing work done is what you need to do. There is no issue with calling them and saying, hey, you know what? I want to get me one of those tankless water heaters or I want to, uh, you know, uh, I, I just uh, maybe the toilet stopped up. Maybe you need to do some repiping and maybe you need to detect a leak or something or camera inspections or, you know, to do some drain cleaning. They'll take care of you because they are awesome over at Aqueduct uh, Plumbing Company. We love them. We love Billy. We love Mary. We love the whole crew. We love Aqueduct Plumbing Company. So, again, reach out to them. Uh, 281-488-6238, 281-488-6238, aqueductplumbingcompany.com. They're at your disposal. Mega Blast brings up Deshaun Watson and says he had some plumbing work done. Someone left a message on the uh, the rock and rant, the talk back. And um, this person said, um, and I th- they had to have been joking, but they sounded serious. They're like, you know, Josh, you tried to watch a porno with your your stepmom and your dad, and you want to talk bad about Deshaun Watson? Nothing he's done is as bad as that. I'm like, you're right. I didn't jack off on some unwitting person. I that tried to watch a, you know my stepmom get railed by my dad when I was 12. But you don't know if that's a joke now. Like, this person could have been completely serious. I don't. I know. That's what I'm saying. I, it could have been serious. That, you know, somehow me trying to see my, my, my hot stepmom naked is somehow on the same level as, you know, having 30 some odd women or 25 women basically say this guy can't control his cums and blows loads on me. So you're right. I'm awful relative to that. All right. Anyway, time to get out of here. See you guys later.